Bonjour, comment allez-vous? How are you today, Parker? What the hell are you doing? It's today it is Christmas at Daft because we are in the first week of the regular season of the NHL. We finally have hockey. I was going to say it's still September. Well, I mean, last day of September. Enough. So, a lot of news to get to in the NHL this week. We'll start with the very big one, which is, uh, I guess, probably Miko Rantanen's the biggest one, right? Yeah, he just re-upped for was nine, seven years, $9.1 million. I think it was six, but it might have been seven. It was nine mil over quite a long time. That'll take him to his 30s. They have McKinnon and Rantanen locked up now. $15 million for those two. Is now they just need Landeskog, right, in a couple of years? Um, Will he really be there? Because he'll be 33 when his deal ends. So... I mean, like, they have, like, Jost, and uh, they'll be okay forward-wise. I mean, they'll obviously draft players as well. Sorry, I'm just trying to find Landis Guy's contract because I'm not familiar what it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it ends in three years, but I'm not 100% positive. I'm not well, right now he's 26. Like, he's oh, not that old. Wow. He just yeah. seems like he's Yeah, I remember, he was 2011. It just seems like he's been around forever. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you're a really high draft pick when you're 18. I guess so. And then you immediately get in the NHL. Because, like, normally, like, with our prospects, you don't see them get in until, like, 22, 23. Well, so it's like that's an extra five years for him. Well, speaking of, we'll get into this a little bit later in the show, but there's another 18-year-old prospect coming this year that is going to be money in the bank for whatever team gets them. Speaking of prospects, the Islanders sent back down Josh Hosang again. Uh, incorrect. They put him on waivers. So oh. they're not going to get the chance. There's no way he passes. Like, he's going to get claimed. By Tampa. I don't know who's going to claim him. It's <laughs> going to be – I'd be interested to see um, – if you don't know how waivers work, you do, right? If you don't know how waivers work, it goes from the worst team to the best team in order of, like, how they placed last season. So I think it'll be – We have a chance. I, we have a chance. No, you don't. You're the first team. <laughs> no. It doesn't count playoffs. It's regular season. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I think it's Edmonton is first in the waiver claim board. I want. I, I don't believe that. I feel like it would be Ottawa. Oh, you know what? You're probably right. It's probably is Ottawa. Regardless, which wouldn't be a bad landing spot for him because you do have a bunch of young players down there with uh, Bronstrom and Colin White, Chabot, Chabot. I mean, he'd be a. I mean, I I could see Josh Hosang succeeding in that kind of system. He's a player who's got the offensive potential, just hasn't really rounded out his game as much as I think people would like him to, but he's a sniper. I don't know how much more there is to his game than scoring. I mean, like, as far as I could remember, he's been doing pretty well in the AHL, and I think, and he's 23. I think it's about time for him to start seeing league minutes. I mean, yeah. you can't just keep him down there forever, otherwise you're going to end up like the Red Wings. Well, this is his real chance. Assuming he does get claimed, it'll prove that the Islanders were wrong and that he deserves a shot. If he doesn't, Maybe there's something more to him that we don't know that there's a reason he's not playing. I remember one of the excuses I used before was that there were character issues or something like that. I can see that, but there are plenty of head cases in the NHL that get by just fine. So the whole thing thing was interesting. Another prospect that got sent down that I thought was really intriguing was Detroit and Joe Valeno. Joe Valeno literally has nothing more to prove in the QMJHL, and yet he's getting sent down. So you can tell they just don't want to put him through the awful year that's about to come. The The Iser plan is in full effect. Yeah, another player that was sent down was Philip Chital. Oh, Chital, yeah. Or Chital, I don't know how to pronounce yeah, his Chattel name. Chital and Kravtsov. The, uh, the Rangers sent down quite a bit of players, yeah. Yeah, that kind of surprised me. I would have thought this would be a youth movement for them. I think they're gunning for it. I think they're going to try to take advantage of Lundqvist's last couple good years and make a, make a run. He doesn't have any good years left. 
He'll be all right. He wasn't I'm that sorry. Bad. It's like, look, I love Henrik Lundqvist. I remember that conference final that the Lightning had against him, but he hasn't aged as well as other goaltenders are about his age. Like, you look at Pekarene, he's still killing it. Who else is about 37, 38? Uh, Quick. I mean, Quick is older. Well, Jonathan Quick, no. Jonathan Quick's he's a little like 30, younger. He's like 34. It's still old. But Mike Smith? My, Mike Smith's been playing... Since the dinosaurs. <laughs> right, but he, he was playing... I remember he was playing really well when he was still with the Coyotes. Are you old enough to the, remember him on the Lightning? I, I forget about that, <laughs> honestly. But, yeah, he did play for Lightning for a time. But... I guess enough about prospects. It's time for real hockey. Uh, the Jets got their two big guys taken care of, uh, Line A and Connor. Yeah, Line A got a three-year bridge deal, I believe, and then they locked up Connor for seven years. Which they still have uh, Bufflin status quo. Not sure if he's going to retire or stay. So. Yeah, what's going on with Bufflin? He said it's like a personal decision that he's thinking about retiring or something like that or stepping away. I don't know. There, it's There's nothing, like, there's no information. It's, that would be bad. Because then, like, their top four defensemen from last year are gone besides Morrissey. That's that's actually true, yeah. Because I mean, Truba's gone. Truba. Uh, Myers. Myers is gone. And then there's that other one who's somewhere else. I forget his name, but he logged a decent amount of minutes, like Chirot or something like that. Oh, Ben Shira. Yeah, he was more of, like, a depth guy, but on the Jets, he was sort of like a stay-at-home. Um, as far as Bufflin does go, though... <laughs> That would be a big hit because who did they? I mean, I know fantasy rankings aren't really much in terms of real hockey, but comparatively, Jacob Truba is one of the top five defensemen off the board in draft pools this year. Neil Pionk, the guy who he's traded for plus assets, is owned in two percent of leagues. So, well, Pionk's also really young too. I think last year was like his first year full time in the NHL. He's a college guy, so he's twenty four or twenty three. He's not. He's only one year younger than Truba. But right, everybody. But how long has he been playing in the NHL for? One year. But is that? I mean, that's the point. Jacob Truba's been doing this for four or five years, and he's good. Neil Pionk is the same age and has only been there for one year. I understand development is a thing for different teams, but the thing is, is that with defensemen. It takes a while for some defensemen to develop. Like Vic, it took Victor Hedman four years before he found his groove. That's a bad example. He was the number, number two overall pick. I think everybody knew Victor Hedman was going to be okay. <laughs> right, but it took four years. It takes defensemen a long time. We're still waiting for Aaron Eckblad to really break out. I think Aaron Eckblad's found his niche. I think he plays the role he has to. I think he's going to be really good this year. I don't know that he's going to be a point guy. I think his ceiling is 30 points, which isn't a bad defenseman. He might be a guy who's... He's a very good shot blocker. He is. He might just be a guy who's very good defensively. That's fine. I don't think you're going to have a problem with that. I mean, that's just how some really good defensemen are. I mean, Brent Seabrook was never a huge point producer, but he's very good defensively. If Aaron Ekblad turns into Brent Seabrook or even Nicholas Jalmerson in his prime, are you upset? Probably not. No. Oh, Yalmerson, that's a throwback. Oh, he used to be one of the most underrated defensemen. He ever. went from underrated to overrated so quickly, it wasn't even funny. Yeah. Thanks, Coyotes. Yeah. Um, who else got signed this week? Uh, I feel like we're missing somebody big. Oh, did we talk about uh, what's-his-name going to the Hurricanes? Oh, we did not. We defenseman? Did Justin Falk trade oh. for... Uh, oh, yeah. That wasn't what I was referring to, but... Forgot about that. Yeah, Falk went to not the Ducks. The he Blues. Went to the Blues. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Which I got. A, I got a hot take. I was listening to a couple podcasts and they all kind of alluded to the same thing. Justin Falk uh, needed a deal, but so does Colton Pareko. The problem is Justin Falk 
objectively, is the third best right-handed defenseman on that team. Petrangelo is better, Pareko is better, yet they gave Falk a contract before Pareko. How does that make any sense? Falk's more established. Is he establishedly bad? <laughs> like, I mean, the Flyers gave Kevin Hayes like a seven-year contract of an obscene amount. Right, because the, the team you want to be taking pointers from is the team that hasn't won since the 70s. Correct. What was the, let's be honest. The Blues won the Stanley Cup off a of fluke. They weren't supposed to be there in the first place. Did you see that they're not going to have anything in their locker room talking about their cup win? They want to look towards the future, not the present or the past. So they, they're not going to have any notice about their cup except for the banner that they hang in the rafters like every team does. They're not going to have any pictures, no, no memorial thing. It, it's just a new day. Is it not extremely stupid to celebrate a cup you've been waiting for forever? Yeah, especially considering... Like, in the early 2010s, they were really, like, that team that was supposed to be a cup final contender every year, and they never made it past they, the second round. They had Gretzky in hole at one point. I mean, that's a team that should have won. So, the other guy you were talking about, going back to Carolina for a second, who was that that you uh, were referring he, to? He was the Toronto defenseman that, for some reason, was inexplicably Oh, we talked about Gardner forever. last time. Did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we okay. touched upon that. As far as other news goes, there was some sort of... Uh, disconcerting news with the former Golden Boy Austin Matthews. I assume you saw this. Yeah, I didn't read too much into it, but I did read it, and I'm kind of disappointed. Okay, I'll, I'll give a brief background. Uh, essentially, Austin Matthews, Toronto Maple Leaf, was supposed to be named captain. That's what all the leaks said. Uh, apparently, there's an incident. I think it was like May. He got very drunk with his group of friends started harassing a female security guard, pulled on her door handle, the door was locked, uh, and proceeded to pull down his pants to his underwear and moon her. And that was the uh, essentiality of the report. Now, that's problematic enough as it is, on top of the fact that related to hockey reasons, he was going to be named captain, but also he did not tell the Maple Leafs about this. This only came out because of a random sort of happenstance. Somebody on Twitter had heard about it and, and had, a, had a notation of it, and then they put it out there that this was on record, that he has a record with the Glendale Police Department coming back to this whole thing. So it, it's a really bad look for him that he not only did this pretty not good thing, but also didn't inform his employer about it. Not only that, but I was also reading a report where the landlord or whatever said something along the lines of, we wouldn't mind if Austin Matthews wasn't here anymore because he was causing a problem. Yeah, supposedly he's been a nuisance all offseason, and I'm trying to recall a... I so heard. if this is the one that we're talking about, what I'm thinking about is where are the events we haven't heard about? Because well, this... I mean, there's a difference between being drunk and stupid and being drunk and harassing people. Right. Uh, supposedly, now of course this is all word of mouth, supposedly the landlord is just referring to like being sort of uh, loud and, and, and just sort of rambunctious, not really something along the lines of the main story. That being said, who knows? But it really is not a good luck. And now it puts the team and it puts himself in a difficult situation because not to desensitize the situation, this is something that right now he can recover from publicly. It's a bad thing that he did. But I don't think it's something that's going to haunt him. Whereas 
if like if this didn't come out, this is good for him because if this didn't come out, he could have done something far worse later. And again, not to minimize the situation, it's obviously not a cool thing to do. It's a very bad thing to do. It's a crime, but this could have been a lot worse. And I think he's lucky that he got caught now as opposed to later. You know what I mean? Right. And so we also got to remember a couple years ago when Patrick Kane got those rape allegations. Right. He's fine. Right. Well. That's a whole different story. Whole different story, but still, like, you know, <laughs> it didn't completely derail his career. Like, the trial media is trying to paint this for Austin Matthews. Yeah, and again, going back to it, it's not going to derail his career. It's really not important to focus on the hockey aspect. Again, it's, it is a separate thing. You've got to separate a little bit. It's not something that's going to end his career, and it's, really, it's not something that should really hurt him publicly, whether it's right or wrong, but it's something that he should have taken... Uh, Persians for if he told the Leafs, "Hey, I did this thing, it happened. This is this is cleaned up. They have it taken care of. They get him what he needs to to do, and it's not a, as big as a story." Now, I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing again, but I'm saying that's probably what would happen as opposed to they didn't control the narrative, and now here it is. It's ugly. It's not good. Uh, it it could have been taken care of way better than it was. Do you have any closing thoughts on that? I don't, I don't want to stay on this too long. But. Not necessarily. I didn't really have too much to add with that. Okay. Um, I guess the final thought on the matter is it's a dumb thing that he did. He's young. He can recover from it. He's lucky it wasn't worse. I really like Austin Matthews as a player. I'm a little disappointed in him as a person right now. He's definitely not worthy of the captaincy. It's probably going to go to Tavares or Riley now from what I'm understanding, and it should. He's not ready for it. But we're going to move on from that matter to something a little less troubling there was a good amount of preseason buzz did you i know you said last time you didn't watch a lot of the preseason games did you watch any more this week or not i don't really have the time to because of school okay uh i mean it's not like there was anything huge that happened it's there's no real surprises per se but a lot of teams are actually like there's a lot of players that actually got deals this year i'm pretty surprised probably the biggest standout though was going by the Leafs, rasmus sandin he looked really good and he cut with the team I've been hearing about him. Isn't he the, like, seventh defenseman? He's probably going to be more than that. Right now, uh, in Mike Babcock's press conference, he was one of the four names that he named, and then he said two others. So, to me, that says that he'll at least be a top four guy while Travis Dermott's on the mend. Maybe he drops down a top six once Dermott's back. But regardless, it's good for him, and I think a lot of people were surprised that it wasn't Lee Gren because he didn't break camp as far as I know. Maybe just give him another year. Yeah. Is Sandine an older prospect? No, he's he's younger. I think he's like maybe 19 or 20. He's not that old. Um, did you have any prospects with the Lightning that you were sort of impressed with that broke? That, I mean, I know you said you didn't watch, but you obviously kept up with who kept and who didn't, right? Apparently Volkov was doing pretty good. I was going to say Volkov was the one that I thought was going to be. <laughs> and the thing with Volkov is I remember when that NHL draft, when Eisman grabbed him in the second round and people were like, Who? Who yeah, I had guy? no idea who he no was. No one's heard of him, but, I mean, hey, Eisenman knows his Russian players, Kucherov. Yeah, it's not like Nikita Kucherov or anything was like a second-round pick, right? Right. Wink, wink. I, I, I'm not saying Volkov's going to be Kucherov, but, I mean... Who knows? <laughs> right, who knows? I remember when Nikita Kucherov got with the Lightning that he scored on his first shot. I loved, I've loved. i loved Nikita Kucherov since that first game he played because I had him in fantasy. <laughs> But yeah, and then Kucherov got demoted to the AHL for a little bit. Yeah, man, and now he's like one of the top three players mm-hmm. in the league. So who, Volkov's going to have a real chance to succeed, though. He'll probably be playing with 
point, right? Maybe Stamkos. Ooh, it looks like he's going to be in for a top six role. So I'd suspect he's going to have a chance to succeed immediately. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they the Lightning do a pretty good job of mixing their lines with putting um, older, more established players with young, exciting prospects. I mean, even if he plays with Tyler Johnson, I mean, that's still a good little, like, learning experience, I right? mean, it's not that long ago when Tyler Johnson had a 70-point season. I forgot about that, yeah. I mean, hey. I could definitely see him succeeding with the Lightning, especially early on. And it's not like John Cooper is a hard coach to play for. I think he'll be given soft minutes. He's probably not going to put him on, like, the penalty kill or anything. But he'll get it. It's The best place for a forward to learn is probably Tampa because they're the most sheltered. A guy I thought was pretty surprising with Pittsburgh was John Marino. I don't know if you've heard anything of him. He was a fifth-round pick of like the Flames a couple of years ago. Supposedly, the scouts, at the, uh, as Jim Rutherford said, they were banging on the table to get this guy in the organization. And he's blown them away so much so that our prayers have been answered and then Jack Johnson might be on the move to make room for this guy. I mean... That's not really saying much because Jack Johnson isn't that good. Well, it's a clear contract space. So, uh, listen... The speakers in this studio could play better defense than Jack Johnson. But uh, the point is, John Marino looks pretty good, and I'd love to see him playing with somebody like Eric or Branson or somebody who could play a little more defensively. Be a big fan of him. I think he'll, I think he'll play a good majority of the games this year. We are officially in the first week of the season. That being said, do you have any uh, predictions for your Stanley Cup? Uh, Tampa and Dallas. Okay, why? I think Tampa's going to run away with the President's Trophy again this year, but I think this time they're finally going to get into gear for the playoffs. I would have thought they were going to do that last year after that seven-game thing with the Capitals, but I think last year was a good uh, development for the team mentally because having that much success and then failing in the postseason, <laughs> now they know to just keep their guard up, for lack of a better term. Yeah, they're definitely never going to forget that. <laughs> and they have a lot of playoff experience, too. Like, they're ready for a cup. If they don't get it this year, Cooper might be out the door. I genuinely think so. Which is so weird, because it's like, he's one of the... He's, he just led his team to this... They tied for the best all-time record. Right, but the thing is with the Lightning is that they were supposed to be the next dynasty. Right. When they lost to the Blackhawks in the Santa Cup final a couple years ago, um, literally everyone on, the, on that team said, Tampa Bay is going to be the next us, i.e. winning three cups in six years. It's been five years, no and not a single return to the, po- to the Santa Cup final since. Yeah, I think the closest they got was Eastern Conference with Pittsburgh in the year that yeah, Eastern Con- Pittsburgh won. Yeah, Eastern Conference with Pittsburgh, Eastern Conference with Capitals. And then right. the one year, they didn't even make the playoffs without Stamkos. They should have right. still made the postseason without him. You know, losing Stamkos shouldn't have been a good enough excuse for missing the postseason. So you got to remember, Cooper has that on his record, too. The expectations in Tampa are very high. On any other team, just about those kind of results, people would be ecstatic about. But Tampa's trying to go for a cup with the team that Iserman built. And if they don't get it, heads are going to start rolling soon. Because eventually they're going to move some of these uh, older players to eventually resign Point to a longer deal, Sergachev to a longer deal. Not that much of Column Foot coming up. I'm sure he'll mm-hmm. command a deal. Yeah, Column Foot, Nolan Foot, yep. Volkov, Matthew Joseph. Yep. You know, if they don't do anything this year, we might be saying goodbye to Tyler Johnson, Andre Palat, Alex Kalorn. Right. Hell, we might even see goodbye to uh, Ryan McDonough. 
We'll see. It's it's definitely going to be an interesting time in Tampa. I, I, mean, I, I mean, Strawman's already gone. I like the Dallas pick, too. Dallas is a strong team. As long as that goaltending holds up, there's, they'll be... There's something about Ben Bishop. When the playoff lights hit, he's the best goaltender in the postseason. Did and he had, like, just, three shutouts in a row last it, year? Something like that. It, it was nuts. He, he was just... I don't like betting against Ben Bishop. Yeah. The only reasons why Tampa didn't win a cup with him is because he would always tear his groin. Yeah. Which, to be fair, is a very hard injury to come back from for a goaltender. That, that's fair. Uh, ben Bishop is still very good. And it wasn't that long ago when the Dallas Stars had the best offense in the NHL, or like one of the top three well, yeah, offenses one of the in the top, NHL. Yeah. Now they have one of the best defenses in the NHL. I think the offense could still be top three. They just got to get together with the lower pairings. They might now with uh, Hints and with Corey Perry and Joel with Pavelski. Pavelski. We'll see. If I had to make a selection, I think I really believe in the Calgary Flames. I think it's, I mean, Johnny Hockey, Sean Monahan, Matt Kachuk, Mark Jordano, it's a good team. Weren't they, you just saying the other day yes, that and I'll the get Flames to that. were, okay. Um, <laughs> the other team, and it's very much along the same vein, is the Penguins. Of course, it's a little bit of a homer pick, but I'll tell you why. I think the Calgary Flames, like I said, have the, one of the worst goaltending tandems in the league. And I think their defense is a little lackluster after Giordano. Maybe one of the worst defensive pairings after Giordano. But that team can score its way out of almost anything. And the Western Conference isn't all that strong in that division. I'm not too afraid of that division. However, that being said, it comes down to if Cam Talbot can help them or not. And if Big Save Dave shows up. As far as the Penguins go, I'm a little biased. But I think it's extremely hard, objectively, to bet against Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. You can if that's the whole team. I would argue that they... And dr- Latang, yeah. And Latang. And, 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 and Matt Murray. Matt Murray yeah, was... That's it. Matt Murray that, that's was, literally it. Oh, wow. So that's you know, literally your whole team. Wow, so you only have two of the best forwards in the league, a premier defenseman and a premier goalie. Whatever will you do? <laughs> uh, also, Jake get Gensel. Shut, get shut down. Jake that's Gensel, what. who scored 36 goals? Okay. I mean, I think... Listen... Again, same same reason. As long as Matt Murray is good like he was at the end of last year, he was one of the top five goalies in save percentage after February, they'll be fine. That, that, that Metro is wide open. But the problem with the Penguins is that they don't have depth. As good as their star players are, everyone else on the team is almost as bad. I can see that. I do I think... Mean, I don't think Galchenyuk's that good. I think he's, he's gonna definitely not gonna replace struggle. Castle. There's I mean, no way. I could I could see Galchenyuk filling in well on Malkin's line, which is where he's been playing. But it's gonna be tough. I do think that the one bright spot is that fourth line. That's a very good fourth line of Bluger, Aston Reese, and uh, I think it, they're playing Russ there right now. I don't know, but we'll see. As with anything, it's just an early prediction. Yeah, I don't think the Penguins. Well, in my opinion, I don't think the Penguins are strong enough or deep enough to really go on a postseason run or even make the postseason. Hey, the Blues were in last place in January. Bet it all on black, baby. <laughs> the Penguins are objectively not as good of a team as the Blues. Uh, well, well I, I, will, I will agree to disagree. Um, moving on, I think as far as hockey major news goes, that's about it. We're getting ready for this season. But there was one little bit of NFL news to get to. Vontez Perfect exists, allegedly. Did you see he got suspended for the year? Yes. Do you think it's fair? 
I think he should be banned from the NFL <laughs> entirely at this rate. This, yeah. this is his 12th or 13th or 14th. Or, I, I lost like, count. It's like, look, he hasn't. He obviously hasn't learned a thing. $400,000 he's forfeited. Half a million dollars in fines he's given up for being an idiot. It's absurd. It's like, it's like it's one thing being a physical player. It's another thing entirely trying to hurt people and be a headhunter, and that's what he did against uh, Jack Doyle. I don't think people want to get tackled by J.J. Watt. I don't think people want to get tackled by Khalil Mack. Then again, they don't target people's heads for no reason. And I would argue that Vontez Perfect is not a very good player in general. He's just a hitter. Like, he doesn't do much other than hit. He doesn't really get sacks. He doesn't really pass block. He's really nothing. He's he, just he's just a tackler. That's it. And that can mean a whole number of things. Like if you're racking up a lot of tackles, that means the defense in front of you sucks. You need to clean it up. Right. And I that's exactly it shows the the weak exploits of the Raiders. But the primary thing is it's it's not like he's good at football. Like I he's undrafted for a reason. I mean, to be fair, he did get a second team All Pro his rookie year. I think with the Bengals, was, he was way better. Because I think with the Bengals was more of a format for him. Like, the Bengals, they, they historically the Bengals are a cheap shot team. I'm not saying that because they're a rival of mine. But the Bengals don't play the cleanest. They get guys who kind of play the line. That being said, that's fine. Playing the line, and there's Vontez Perfect who takes the line and headhunts it. You know what I mean? I agree with the, with the band thing. I think he should be done. I don't. Have they ever done that before? They have. But not for well. Technically, it's a, uh, it's like an indefinite. Right. Was uh, it Josh Gordon? And, well, Josh Gordon was one. Another one was Justin Blackman with the Jaguars. Enlighten he, me. He was first round, fifth overall from it was either Oklahoma or Oklahoma State. One, one of the best like wide receiver prospects seen. Like he had like thirty three touchdowns in two years, which is nuts. It, well, it, it was something like that. Anyways, he got suspended for like substance abuse a couple times and then they indefinitely suspended him like 2014 uh, as of 2019 he's still technically on the Jaguars roster just on like the it's not like the pup list or like anything like that it's just like a like off to the side like he's on the roster but he's really not so he's on the cheering squad hmm? on the cheering squad I, I, I guess <laughs> okay but yeah he he's applied for reinstatement like a couple times I think the last one was like two years ago and he got denied each time so Oof. it's like could be something that happens to perfect. We'll see. This is the longest suspension that's been handed out of all time. For, like, something that happened in a game. On the field, right. Which, I mean, I think that speaks volumes. You can write a 20-series novel of perfect, <laughs> of what he's done wrong. Well, I think that's about it for the NFL news, but we're going to elongate the end of the show this week to, to, to do a little bit of a... Uh, a new series we had fun with last week. Last week we did the draft class. Um, this week I wanted to divulge a little bit into your hockey knowledge. So I'm going to give you some hints and uh, I want you to answer these. Do you how, well, how familiar are you with the top 100 scoring list? Uh, I could give it a shot. Okay, we're going to try it. And then we're going to do a draft class thing again as well. But this is from Quant Hockey, not a sponsor. So, don't look it up. <laughs> so, who's the first overall player? I'll, I'll give you a freebie here. You should know oh, this that's one. that's easy. That's Gretzky. Okay. All right. So, 
you need to get at least five of the top ten. Not counting Gretzky. Okay. Number two, Czech Republic. He's a winger. Drafted by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Lemieux. <laughs> it's not Mario Lemieux. It's Jeremy Yager. So you're 0 for 1. Uh, next one. He is a center. Played for the Oilers and the Rangers, most notably. Promised a very specific comeback win in the playoffs. There's a leadership award named after him. Mark Messier. I'm very proud of you for getting that one. Uh, number four, Mr. Hockey. Gordy Howe. <laughs> number five, he, he's a center. Played for the Penguins and the Whalers. Was the coach of Seattle. M- last coach for the Carolina Hurricanes. Ron Francis. Ooh, nice. Okay, you need. I think you need one more. Two more. Two more. Number six. Played for the Kings, one of the highest scoring centers of all time. I can't give you any more hints <laughs> with that one. I don't know. Just, just wager a guess. <laughs> Do you not even have one? Uh, no. Okay. Marcel Dion. Okay, number seven. Most notably played for Detroit. One of the best centers of all time. At the end of his career, became a defensive stalwart after being an offensive wizard for the majority of it. Is a general manager in the NHL. Steve Arzeman. Oh, he got it. Nice. You need one more. You got three more chances. Wildly considered the second best player in NHL history. Most notably, called Le Magnifique. Mario Lemieux. Hey, he got on. it. You gotta do better than that. For bonus <laughs> points, can you get the last two or the next two? Brett Hall. Okay. Timu Selene. You're not even close. It was Joe Sakic and Phil Esposito. Okay. Okay, now I'm going to have you give me one. So where's... So wait, where is Timu Selene? I'm very curious about that because uh, I always grew up with my Timu dad Selene like... Is number wor- s- where do you think Selene's at? He's in the top 50. Where do you think he's at? Honestly, probably like 25. Number 16. He is the highest oh. finished player. Not even close to anybody else. Not even in the same top 50 as anybody else. So, I'm going to have you look up the top goalies. I've not seen this yet. I, I came prepared with one for myself as well, so I figured we'll give you, we'll give you scores, give me goalies. Or defensemen, it doesn't matter. You could pick. Even coaches, I don't care. So, how is this quantified by top goalies? Is it by safe for saying? I would by do by wins. wins. By I would do, wins? Yeah, so if you want to sort by Whoa. wins, that's what I would recommend. So, sort by wins. I use quant hockey, but you can use anything. I like this list. I think I know number one. So yeah, I, th- I think you know number one, too. So, just go. We're not going to count this one. It's more temperature. Yeah. Okay. So, All give right. me some hints. So, we're going to do the same thing. I got to get five. I got I get nine chances here. Uh, number two. <laughs> Avalanche. Patrick Waugh. Yep. Okay. Next one played for the Canucks. Recent? Yes. Luongo. Yes. Okay. There's going to be at least two. I know, I'm trying to think back to the last time I looked at this list. I know there's at least two you're not going to know. Because there's two older ones on there. Yeah, this one's an older one. He played for the Blackhawks and the Dallas Stars. Oh. Okay. Can you tell me where he's from? Manitoba. So Canada. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to say that's the other Esposito. Nope. 
Okay, who was it? Ed Belfour. Ed Belfour. I forgot about the eagle. Okay. All right. Next one played for the Blues and the Oilers. Grant Fuhrer. Curse Joseph. Oh, my. I love Cujo. I can't believe I got that wrong. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Everyone's favorite Swede. Everyone's favorite Swede. Is he recent? Yes. Currently playing? Yes. Longquist. Yes. Okay. I wanted to be safe on that one. <laughs> All right. This one's pretty old. Four-time Stanley Cup champion with the Red Wings and the Maple Leafs. Oh, I don't want to get this one wrong. I think it's Johnny Bauer. Uh, Terry Sawchuk. I forgot that he played for the Leafs. Okay. Okay. How am I doing? What, what am I looking at? You... I think it's three. You got three. Okay, so I need two more. Next one's your favorite goaltender. My favorite goaltender? Yes. <laughs> I need a hint better than that. <laughs> He's still playing? Yes. Flurry. Yes. Okay, I wanted to make sure. I was like, okay. All right, round number nine. Oh, I got two more chances. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> Canadians. Bill Dernan. <laughs> I didn't even give you another hint. Is that to Bill Dernan? No. What? <laughs> Who was it? I'm going to butcher his name, but Jacques Plant. Jacques Plant? Jacques Plant. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was Bill Dernan. <laughs> he's Canadian. He, I don't even see him up here. He's good. Okay. He, he's not in the top 20. All right. I got to get this one. In fact, Cam Ward's above him. I choked this out last week. I can't choke it out <laughs> again. <laughs> All right. This one played for the Canadians and the Blackhawks. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> But mostly for the Blackhawks. Oh, no. Wait, 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 wait. Give me a general time frame. 70s. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to take it. I'm going to throw a dart. I know it's probably not right. You said his name before. Recently? Like yeah. today? You said his name today. The only one I think of is Yes. Okay. You got it. I was going to say Glenn Hall before that, but... Because <laughs> Glenn Hall's got to be up there somewhere, too. He's close. Yeah. Okay. Glenn Hall is like 15. Maybe not. No, he's not 15. Okay. Where was he? Just general ranking. Oh, you want to keep going? No, no. We just, I just want to know where Glenn Hall is. 11. <laughs> oh, my, he was next? Are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, and then Grant Fuhrer. Yeah. Chris Osgood. Dominic Hasek. Yep. Mike Vernon. Mike Vernon, the short goalie, 5'9". And, here, and here's a little curveball. Ryan Miller. Yeah, I could have told you that. Ryan Miller was great before his injury when he got concussed. Thanks, Milan Lucic. I see Th you. Thanks, Lucic. So we're going to do the draft now, see if we can do a little better this year. So I'll, um, I'll pull one up for you. Which, which, give me a year you're going to pull up so I don't pull up the same one. Which one do you want to pull up for me? Are we doing it within the past 10 years, I assume? Doesn't matter. Whatever you're confident with. We can do like 99 onward because I feel like that would be... I'm going to give you a little bit earlier this time. Not 99. I know you, you can't do 99, but... Then I'll give you 99. All right, fair enough. I'm going to give you the Wait, no, this isn't one I was thinking of, but all right, you'll still get 99. I was hoping to get the one with Lecavalier, but I think that was 98. Probably 98, yeah. We're going to do the 2001 NHL draft. So you want me to read first? Do you want to do it first? Uh, you go first. All right, so 2001 NHL draft held in beautiful Sunrise, Florida. All right. Oh, no. First overall pick to the Atlanta Thrashers from Russia. If you need to ask me a question like I did, you can. Uh, elaborate. Uh, he still plays now. He took a hiatus. I think it's the last thing I can give you for this one. Cause it's gonna oh, wait. Oh, wait. 
It's going to be one of the two. I know this. Uh-huh. Devils. Currently with the Kings. Yep. Just need his name. Initials are IK. First name Ilya. <laughs> Not coming to you. Kovalchuk. There you go. I just gave that one to you, but you, I, you I, got I, it. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't remember. You got to get at least seven, okay? Number two. Drafted by the Ottawa Senators from the Windsor Spitfires. Still plays. Plays in another part of Ontario now. He's played for the Senators, the Stars, and the Leafs. You'd know him from the prior two. Sanders. Leafs was not the one you would recognize Leafs him with. Sanders. Stars. It's not coming to me. Okay. You're not going to even wager a guess? It's, it's a pretty easy one. Okay. It was Jason Spetzla. Oh. Number three. One you're probably not going to get. One of the biggest busts in Tampa Bay Lightning history. I don't know how much information I can give you about this guy. He plays in the KHL still. Played for the Jackets and the Lightning. Third overall. I'm going to be generous. I'm going to give you his initials because I don't know that you're going to get this guy. I don't know how much Lightning history you know. AS. There's his initials. He's, he's Russian. His first name was Alexander. Sororkin? Nope. Alexander Svitov. Hmm. It's a tough one. It's how, it's how these drafts are going to go because they really didn't, they weren't great. Number four from the Florida Panthers. Last played for, I believe, the Red Wings. Does not play anymore, to my knowledge. He's a center from Canada. That's basically all I can give you again. You want to ask any questions? Uh, what are his initials? SW. He holds the Panthers record for assists and games played. You notice him because he had he was missing three teeth. It's not Stephen Weiss, is it? You got it, Stephen Weiss. Yep. Weiss. Okay. I'll give you it for Weiss. It was close enough. Because I remember he played for the Canadians for a little bit, I think, right? Yep. Nope. Oh. I think he was on PTO. Oh, I'm, so thinking so, oh, I'm thinking of someone else. That was Dale Weiss, but you got Stephen. You somehow came to the right one. <laughs> Number five, from the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, another bust from avant-garde Omsk, the same team Svitov played for. Russian, left wing, was not very good. SC were his initials. Uh, I don't know that he even has anything notable about him. He plays for the SHL right now. Not very good. Yeah, no idea. Stanislav Chistov. Never heard of her. <laughs> you, you'll get most of the next couple, so you can still redeem yourself. We're going to keep track at the end of how much you got. Uh, number five from the Minnesota Wild. Finish. Still there. Miku Koivu. Yes. Number six. Tougher one, but you, you probably get him. Uh, you, United States born. Defenseman. For the Montreal Canadiens. I believe he won gold at the Olympics. He's played for the Canadiens, the Leafs, and the Hurricanes. You say he's still playing? Yes. They did not win gold, apparently. I think he won gold in juniors, maybe. Yeah. Oh, you know, gold means that he's still playing, I think. Gotcha. Shea Weber? No, he's... Nope. Ah, uh, no. And it was, he wasn't drafted by the Canadians, and he's not American. It was Mike Kamasarek. 
Yeah, no idea. Okay, the last three are going to be pretty tough. I might actually give you a free pass for one of these because the 10th one you're never going to get. But we're going to go to number eight from Canada and the Blue Jackets. He was a goalie. Not, not a very notable one, but he was around enough. He played for the Senators and the Jackets. Not a very good player, but well enough to that he made it for eight years. Basically a career backup. First name, Pascal. <laughs> I can tell that just totally right. I was about to scream Dupuis, but no, that was a uh, no, wing. Yeah, he's wing. totally a goalie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not, yeah, I don't know this one. Pascal Leclerc. Yeah, nope. Okay, the last, la- next one you're going to get, finish center for the Blackhawks. Plays for, has at least two brothers who played in the NHL. His younger brother also played. His younger brother is Yarko. Where are his initials? TR. <laughs> you should probably have gotten this one. Timo Ratnan? No, that's not. No, that's not Timo Timo Rutu. Timo, yeah, no, no. So idea. I'm gonna give you number ten, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna defer it once you don't get it because you're not gonna get it because this draft sucks. Uh, goalie from the New York Rangers. That's all I got for you, buddy. It's nothing else notable about this guy. Okay. Most generic sounding name. Just give me a give me a generic name. A, a, for generic first name, three letters, a color, and what fire does. Chad Green. What does fire do? Burn. So Chad Green burn. I mean, you got the burn part right. It was damn Blackburn. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> all right, I'll give you a free one because that wasn't quite fair. Um, number 13. Most notably with the Oilers, you know him from the stars. Very good player. He retired recently, but he's one of the best, uh, I want to say Finnish, Czech players of all time. He's at least last played for the Canadians a couple years ago. When did he retire? Uh, didn't retire officially. Looks like he played for the Canadians like two years ago. Maybe actually, maybe a year ago. 2017. Initials are AH. This is one you definitely should have gotten. All right, it's Alex Hemsky. Yeah, no. Nope. All right, well, you got, let me see, you got Kovalchuk. I'm going to count that one because I, I literally can't let you fail. Kovalchuk, you got Svetza, you got Weiss, you got Koivu. I, and, and you get Svetza. Oh, you didn't get Svetza. Okay. Nope. Well, you, so you got three. You got Kovalchuk, Weiss, and Koivu. How do I not get Svetza but get Weiss? I don't understand that. There's not even anybody else I can give you because the rest of this draft sucks. Okay. I'm going to be honest, the 1999 one kind of sucks, too. I think I can get some of them, though. There are a lot of busts. Okay, so the first one... Hold on. It was Otto, right? Atlanta Thrashers. Okay. He was a center. Okay. Played for a couple years and then flamed out and then went to the... National League A in Switzerland. Can I get a name and nationality? Or not, not a name. Can I get initials and nationality? Uh, P.S. Czech Republic. Peter Svobodny. Nope. Patrick Stefan. Patrick Stefan. I can't be. I can't believe I got Patrick Stefan wrong. Okay. But that's okay because the next two are freebies. Okay. They're a package deal. 
The Sedins. Yep. Okay. There, you got two. I got I'm holding one away from you. You got two. Good luck with the rest. Okay. Uh, next one's check. This pick was the for the New York Rangers. Okay. Which they received from Chicago. Doesn't help me at all. But from okay. Vancouver, from Tampa Bay. Okay, thanks for the little side note. Yeah. Uh, he was a right wing. Okay. He played for the Flyers, Hurricanes, and Coyotes. He managed only 22 points in 78 career games. Can I get the initials? PB. As in peanut butter. Thanks. Can I get a nationality? Czech Republic. Uh, this draft sucks. What's up? Yeah, Peter Brovlik. Pavel Brundle. Pavel Brundle? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've heard of Brundle. To be honest, I don't really recognize a lot of these names, although it's not really saying much, but like, I literally don't recognize any of these names. I think I might still be able to get one more. I, I'm going to have you give me a freebie as well that I gave you like for the Hemsky if I don't get yeah, enough. The, so. the only one that I kind of recall is Maxime Ouellet from 22. Okay. Goaltender. We'll, we'll do one more of these after this because we still got a, we still got a decent amount of show to cover. So. All right. Next one is a center. Okay. United States to the New York Islanders. Center of the United States Islanders. He... Uh, hold on, I'm curious if he's related to a current player in the league. I think I know this one. He, I, uh, this, this, other, this other player that I'm thinking of plays for the Capitals and used to play for the Lightning. Tim Connolly. Yes. That's honestly one of the names I had bat- batting about in my head. It was Tim Connolly because I knew he was this draft. And I think it is Brett Connolly's brother, yes. Yep. All right, give me one that you think I'll get, and we'll cut the draft, because I've already tied you. Right, because I think you could get this one, because I'm going to give you a really good hint. What number was he picked? Sixth. Okay. Canadian, Nashville Predators. His name rhymes with a former North Carolina State quarterback that was drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. (laughs) Not sure if you follow college football, but if you do, Is the quarterback Dalton? No. Who's no, the- no, drafted this year. Or last year, this year. I, th- I forget. It was like one of the past. <laughs> <laughs> that phrase you're giving me says it all. Can uh, <laughs> I get initials of the hockey player? <laughs> BF. The initials of the football player are RF. Who's drafted this year? Yes. It was like fourth round, I think. <laughs> it's a good thing we don't curse in this <laughs> That face you're giving me is incredible. Can I get the f- quarterback's first name? Ryan. Probably, I actually thought it was Ryan, so it's not Fitzpatrick. Um, Ryan Fogarty. No. Who's the quarterback? Ryan Finley. I don't, that does absolutely <laughs> nothing for the hockey player. I don't even know who's the hockey player. Because <laughs> this is not one that I would know. <laughs> I can't even say it. Brian Finley. Okay, how about you give me... It doesn't rhyme with it. He has the same name. How about you give me one that I might know, and then we'll move uh, on to a new draft. Oh, God. Okay, let's go down to the 21st pick. Okay. Uh, this one was an NHL All-Star defenseman, Canadian, drafted by the Boston Bruins, college junior club team, whatever, it was Ottawa 67s in the OHL. 
His initials are NB. This is 99? Yep. He was actually drafted also in the 97 draft, ninth overall by the Washington Capitals. NB, so he'd be like 40 now. Yes. Actually, yeah, he is 40. He has he played 11 seasons for the Bruins, Coyotes, Panthers, Ducks, Flyers, and Blackhawks. He's Canadian? Yep. Played 605 games. NB? Yep. He was most recently the color analyst for Arizona Coyotes radio broadcasts. And his last year playing was 2011. Give me a first name. Nick. That's what I was going to say. Nick Bentley. Boynton. Nick Boynton. Ah, okay, so we tied. I will do one more. I know this must be riveting for the uh, fans. But, yeah, I think this is pretty fun. I think people like to enjoy themselves. Uh, We'll do one more. So top five for both of us. Okay. You only get... Three hints total, aside from the basic ones. So, top five, bit of a speed round. I'm going to give you the 2000 and 2003 NHL draft. So, one more reiteration of the rules. Top five, you get three hints aside from the base, which is the nationality, the position, and the team that drafted them. Okay? You can ask for the hints or not. Number one, drafted by the Pittsburgh Penguins, Canadian goaltender. Flurry. Okay. Number two, drafted by the Carolina Hurricanes, center, Canada. Eric Stahl. Number three, right wing, Florida Panthers, Canadian. Don't forget you do have hints. Give me a hint. He is currently on the Leafs, I believe, but he's on their LTIR. He will not play again. No clue. Okay. It was Nathan Horton, so you're still at two. Yeah, no idea who that is. You've got two more. The next two are very notable players. Number four, Russia, Columbus Blue Jackets. I will give you a free hint, prolific goal scorer. You can ask for a hint or not. Is he still playing? Not in the NHL. I do believe he still plays overseas in the KHL. Alexander Seaman? Nope. It was Nikolai Zhurdov. So you've got two hints for the final one. Austrian-born Buffalo Sabres winger. All right, give me both hints. He's a power play specialist, and he has played for... The Buffalo Sabres, the New York Islanders, the Montreal Canadiens, the Minnesota Wild, the Detroit Red Wings, the Florida Panthers, the Vancouver Canucks, and the Columbus Blue Jackets. Thomas Vanek. You got three out of five. All right, give me a draft. After the, after the 90s, please. <laughs> All right, we're going to go 2007. Okay. First one, right wing, United States, Blackhawks. Patrick Kane. Yep. <laughs> Next one, left wing, United States, Flyers. I think I know what it is. I need a hint. He has also played for the Maple Leafs. JVR. Yep. Uh, next one's center, Canadian, 
Phoenix Coyotes. This is 2007, right? Yes. Might be worth it for me just to throw a dart in the wind here. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. Peter Mueller. Kyle Turris. Oh, I forgot about him. Okay. So I'm still up two. Defenseman, Canadian, Los Angeles Kings. Drew Doughty. No. <sighs> was it Jake Muslin? No, it was Penguins. Who was it? Thomas Hickey. Okay, I got, I got to get this to tie. I still he, got... he never even played for the Kings. I know. That's why I didn't associate him with the... And this the... one, all right, fifth one's a bit of a curveball. I didn't expect him to have been drafted this high. Okay. Defenseman, Canadian, Capitals. Going to need both of my hints. Currently playing for the Montreal Canadiens. He was with the Washington Capitals when they won the President's Trophy in 2016 and 17. I think he's a defenseman? Yep. It's Carl Olsner. Yeah. Okay. We have a tiebreaker. So, pick a draft here and a number. 2006-1. Okay. Draft here to number after 30. <laughs> or at least after, like, after... After 10. 2006, one, this guy goes. <laughs> <laughs> how about a group of numbers? Like, how I'd, about... <laughs> uh-huh, I'm trying to... Maybe like 40 through 50, that way I can pick the best one or something. I don't know. Could be any number set, though. Doesn't do that. And then a draft here still. 2015, number 63. 2015, number 63. Do you, like, know this or something? I think so. Okay, I'm going to look this up, first of all, because I want to make sure this isn't some... <laughs> I hope I'm right. Some shenanigans. I hope I'm right. Selections by round. Number 63? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go for it. Brain point. No, so I'm going to give you a hint now. It was not brain point. So it was defenseman from Canada to the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what did I do? I'll give you one free one, too. We'll do that. We'll get a free spare save a life one. Give me that hint. He... Plays for the Tucson Roadrunners. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the nobody, didn't I? Yep, so you're still getting an extra chance. His initials are Casey. Just toss him to the wind here. Corey Kluber. Kyle Capobianco. <laughs> Never heard of him. So I'm going to give you one from the same draft class. I'm going to give you number 72, but I'm not going to give you a team. I'm just going to give you nationality and position. He's a center from Canada. And the pick was from the Florida Panthers via the New York Islanders. But that's not the teams he plays for. He plays for the team of the, in the Atlantic. Brain point. Anthony Sorelli. <laughs> ah, <laughs> All right. So give me the 20... 2012 NHL draft and pick 74. I don't know. I'm feeling frisky. And then you can give me a save a life one too. Wait, what one? 74. 
2012. Not 1974. And not 1912. <laughs> oh, okay. This okay. one's actually a decent one. Oh, yeah? Not as good as Kyle Capobianco. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's actually a bunch of good players right now in this. Defenseman, Finnish, Stars. If he's 2012, he'd probably be like 24, 25 right now. Quick math. So, was not John Quinn. You know what? He's playing with the Stars right now. Asil Lindell. Yes. I'm going to take my Save a Life one just for fun. So give me a random decent player that you see. As long as there's somebody I would know. Like I did with Anthony Sorelli that I thought you'd get. <laughs> 87. Okay, team. Uh, no, wait, wait, no team. Okay, get to team. So just give me position, nationality, and a, and conference, I guess. Goaltender, Denmark, East Conference. Denmark. Oh. I'm going to say this was an Anaheim Ducks pick. I'm going to say he plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs <laughs> and wears number 35, and his name is Frederick Anderson. Yes. Boom. It's the only... <laughs> Denmark goalie that I could really think of. I was like, Christer's Godlevsky or something like that. <laughs> well. No, that's Latvia. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That'll wrap our show for today. Um, I'm going to have you connote it that. Connote? Connotate? Whatever. I'm going to have you note that this show ends at 5129 because it's the last time we talked about anything relevant. <laughs> but if you'd like to keep listening to the show, obviously listen to this whole little game we just played. We'll be back next week with similar. Stuff hockey's finally back, so we'll be able to actually talk about that. We'll have some more guests on as the hockey season continues, and we'll have them play our stupid little games too. We hope this is a little bit of spice up for everybody. But that is our show for today. Anything you want to add? Braden Point was 2014 79th, and you were so confident in that number, you were like Kyle Capobianco. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for listening. We'll be back next time. Keep it locked.